Welcome to the Market Talk podcast sponsored by WealthPress, where we believe if you're investing uninformed, you're screwed. Get the inside scoop on what's driving the markets today and what that means for your money, all in just 15 minutes. Well, hello, traders and investors. My name is Roger Scott. Today is Friday, July 17th. And today I'm going to give you a nice, good overview of what we had this week, what to look out for. But most importantly, I'm going to give you my best stock, the one I think is going to be rising right now. I'll explain to you why. And I'll give you the option, the stop loss, and all the other good stuff. So as I always say, let's get into it right now. So global markets were mixed Friday. Again, there's a lot of uncertainties around the un, uncertainties around Wall Street, especially in light of the economic data and COVID-19. Those two things are just they're just not letting go. Frankfurt, Shanghai, Hong Kong advanced, but London, Tokyo declined. And markets were fairly subdued yesterday. Overnight, Wall Street lost 0.3% after government reported 1.3 million people unemployed. Now, you may think 1.3 million people is a lot, and it is a lot, but it's well below the moving average. The four-week moving average is sitting around 1.45 million, and the fact that we're below that average is positive. Again, the biggest factor right now impacting everyone is how long will this COVID-19 last? Will people get reinfections, uh, or will the vaccine come out before people get reinfected for the second time? and so forth and so forth. But that's the biggest catalyst. U.S. investors have been encouraged by signs of more business activity as antivirus controls are eased. But California, one of the biggest states in the country, and some other areas like Florida, have reimposed orders closing bars and some other businesses after a renewed surge in infections. Yeah, things are not looking great. Tech stocks were among the market's biggest hit on Thursday, a turnaround for the resilient run through much of the pandemic. Finally, finally, Microsoft fell 2%, Apple lost 1.2%. Both are up, but I'm going to tell you what's going on right now. Most importantly, crude oil. Crude oil is, is remaining above $40. That's huge. Now, I want to explain something to you guys right now. The reason we've been having upside in um, the tech stocks has been because they are now a defensive sector because tech stocks equal stay at home. COVID-19 destroys everything, but causes a premium for stay at home stocks. That makes a lot of sense. So the internet becomes like water because people need the internet. People need the internet like they need a transports or utilities. So the traditional stocks on Wall Street, the blue chip stocks have been sagging, but the tech stocks, the speculative tech stocks, have been rising because those are the stocks that are instrumental in helping us um, isolate ourselves, right? Internet, get the internet, and you can be on the moon talking to somebody, and you can be, you can have total social isolation. So, cloud stocks, internet stocks, RV stocks, any stock that um, encouraged social isolation has been going up. But now we've got talk that Moderna is going to be coming out with this drug, a vaccine. So if that's the case, then there's not much need for the tech to have that premium. That's why you're seeing this, this reversal of fortunes. And another reason you're seeing it, and yes, I'm not gonna miss this opportunity. Notice we've been going lower here a little bit. 
Let me show you momentum levels. I know, I know, I show them to you every day. But the reason I'm showing them to you every day is because it's insane where we're at right now. 87% of stocks trading above the 50-day moving average, really, in the tech sector. And do we really think that's going to be sustainable? Come on, people, look at this. Let me show you this. Let me look at that. It's going to go up here, but it's going to come down. It's going to come down. So I'm looking at a lot more weakness out of the technology sector, and I'm looking at a lot more strength out of the blue chips for the foreseeable future, unless we find out that this COVID-19 uh, vaccine or cure, whatever it is, these pills, these medications are not working. Then technology, the stay-at-home sector, the premium sector, the technology sector will go back up. But even so, it's not going to go up much. That rubber band, this is stretched out, okay? It can't go anywhere anymore. This is 20 years of data. This is monthly charts. It just can't go anywhere. So I think we're going to be coming down. Now, today is Friday, and we have housing starts. And I'll explain to you while I'm looking at housing starts. And I think housing starts, we've got 1.86. Consensus was 1.95, 1.86. Not too bad. Residential constructions appeared to hit bottom in April and began to recover in May. Expectations for June start at 1.195 and versus 0.974 with permits, 1.29. We're in line. We're in line. That's very important. And let me show you the stock that I'm looking at right now. Housing starts are up, which means home builders are up. Notice we've been congesting and we're breaking out of a congestion. One thing that I love, 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 I like to see breakouts following an extended congestion. Remember, the longer stocks congest, the better the odds that the following breakout will be real. And the longer the stocks trend, either up or down, the better the odds that the, the next stage will be sideways. Sideways, up and down. Sideways, up and down. Forget all that five-wave crap. I've never been able to replicate it, see it, or test it. But I like this stock. It's breaking out. It's heading back towards new highs. And it's been congesting for the last two months and is only now starting to break out. We're seeing more upside in defensive stocks like gold, bonds, but I like the real estate sector and I think it's going to start picking up because housing starts are coming up. Interest rates are going to be low for the next year and a half. And the Fed already told us they're not raising rates till 2020. And I think a lot of people are going to take advantage of these 3% interest rates. So I like Leonard Corp. If you look at my relative strength list, it's in, this is the S&P 500. There's 493 stocks here. It's top 10. And again, it's not concentrated in technology or healthcare. I also like TSCO, but I think it's a little overbought right now. I think it may cool off a bit, but I do like Leonard. I like it a lot. So I would be buying right now at the current level. I'm good right now to go long. I like the current level that it's going to open. As long as it opens right around 70, 35, it's good to buy. I would put a stop loss right at the 50-day moving average. So you're buying around 70 and you're putting a stop loss right around 60. It's a position trade. We may hold on to it for a few weeks. We were looking for the market to break higher, to go above all-time highs I, in the in the stock. I don't know if that's, all, yeah, it is all-time highs. So we're looking for this stock to make all-time highs. So if, again, if you're looking at the stock, get in at around 70, 30 level, 70, 25 level. As long as it stays right around here, we're good. Put a stop loss at the $60 level, right at the moving average. And if you're trading options, you want to trade the options as a proxy. In other words, you would exit the option when you would exit the stock. You would enter the option when you would enter the stock. 
So let's go to option prices. 43 days. All right, we'll do 43 days. If no movement in the next week and a half, two weeks, ro roll to another one. As far as liquidity, yeah, you've got to know. You've got to, it's not bad. Look at this 480, 530. You can get in at around five. We're at 69.80 right now. I would be looking right at the 70 strike price, right around here, 69.50, 70. And if you're looking further, which may not be a bad idea, go to, to November 20th. It's it's better. It makes more sense. And then you can go here to the any one of these is good, but I'd like to, I'd like to stay in the 70, 67, 50, 70 level, about 820, 860. If the option falls in half or if it gets stopped out, if the, if the stock hits the 50-day moving average, which is about 60, you would get out. You'd probably lose about half of your value. So again, you'd probably want to stick to 72.50, 70, right around this area. 72.50 is not bad. It's really not because we're looking for price to go all the way to about 80. So you're going to pay about 7.20, 7.40. And again, if it falls to about half, you're going to liquidate. And if it doesn't do anything for the next three weeks, just get out. But you've got 127 days left and you're getting a lot of premium. Alternatively, again, you can go weekly, which is 43 days, but then you'd have only about... 12 days before you have to liquidate it. And then you're looking to pay about 470, 450. So it just depends on which route you wanna go. And most importantly, you have a great, great weekend and get some rest. Bye guys, take care. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott and happy trading.